Come in, please let me in. Sorry, Kyle, you didn't pass the Kawaii Idol audition. <laughs> but we do need our token member of the opposite sex. Kyle, would you like to be manager Kun? Uh, sure, I guess. Oh, but to get inside, you got to do the password. Did I really have to? No password, no entry. <sighs> Nico, Nico, ni. Excellent work. All right, launch the Ava. Ava, launch! Tetsuo! Kanida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Radio. Konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of Kawaii-Fi Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. Yes, I am uh, not Kyle, it's Loz today. And joining me today are my co-hosts Dee and Farah. Hello. Hello. But manager Kun, Kyle, he's in his rifle place in the corner. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now this is the first time it's just the three of us. And the first time the three of us have been in the studio together. Yes. Yes. So, what have you guys been up to recently? How is 2020 going for you <laughs> in the last few weeks? I've been dead to the world. Dead to the world. Dead yep. to the existence of Wi-Fi as well. So, hello, I'm back. Dee's back. Hey, I'm alive. Been a while. Just. I resurrected to speak of idols. She's up. She's out. <laughs> she heard idols. All it took. <laughs> all it took. <laughs> she came running. And Farrah, oh. what have you been doing? I've been busy at work and you know, watching some classic anime as Ooh, well. What have you been watching? Uh, Railgun, actually. Ooh. I've been actually catching up with all the seasons because, you know, it's Railgun and I have to. And um, I just started A Lull in the Sea because it's just dropped oh. on like Netflix and Anime Lab. And you know what? Sea is beautiful. It's a beautiful show. Yeah. I love it. I'm Absolute recommend. Yeah, definitely. 100%. What are you watching, D? Anything good? Um, I kind of doing research for this kind of threw me back into my old early 2010s phase of anime. It's a good time. Um, so I'm just going back through them. Hiro no Kakura is waiting for me. Just feeling this reverse harm, like 2010 vibes. <laughs> it, looking back at the anime mm-hmm. that I watched as like, uh, preteen explains a lot about me and a lot about <laughs> oh. my taste in people now. Honestly, wow, what a mood! Yeah, <laughs> uh, reverse harems. Uh, just all what, the a, time. what a time. We they were see, great. We always deserve a reverse harem. We do. Kyle, reverse harem episode. We gotta do it. Let's do it. It's important and good. He he is agreeing, not <laughs> with any sharp object pointed. He's, he's no. not agreeing. <laughs> I consent to this. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, I have been watching. No one asked. Hey, Laura, what have you been doing? Okay. Well, I've been watching Got Up High School, and mm. I know we mentioned it. Literally every episode, but it is incredible. Uh, most recent episode, episode nine, was just so, so well animated. I like flipped. It was so dope. Um, yeah, please I think go watch you it. mention it every time I see you. I literally well. can't. Like, it's I, the I best will. thing this season. It's so good. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm just waiting till it's oh. all done and then I'm going to binge watch Honestly, it. Honestly, waiting each week is so hard. Um, and then also, I've been watching Rent a Girlfriend, no. which Ooh. is, um, oh, wow. What trash. Oh, no. So good, but trashy indeed. Anyway, trash aside, <laughs> today, well, the Kawaii-Fi gals, which is us three, yeah. we've taken over the studio and we're going to talk about one of our favourite things, which is idol anime, one of our favourite yes. genres. Yes, we love idols. We love idol boys. Mm-hmm. We love idol girls. Sure do. Love idols that are zombies. And, like, I got, Idol series have been uh, really big recently. Like, they kind of smashed into the anime community. Mm-hmm. And 
suddenly everything was just idols. There was idols all over the conventions. There was cosplays. Oh, yeah. There was dance videos. There was everything. Like it's just so big. And I feel like the last 10 years you can just mm. – there was always an idol thing somewhere. Mm. Um, so we're going to look at the first idol anime and how the genre got started. Nico, nico, Okay. <laughs> uh, what does this mean? What will be revealed? We'll come back. We'll talk about that in a bit. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, consider smashing that like and subscribe button and join us for future episodes. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, like most podcast apps in general, Podcast Addict, whatever you use. We'd love to have you on board for all of our future episodes, particularly coming up. we got season in review, super exciting, mm. and a new season preview as well. So really cool. Um, before we get stuck into idol news, uh, we're going to do some anime news. Let's go. <laughs> Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Anime news. All right, so it's time to look at what's been going on in the world of anime and manga in the last fortnight. Farah, take us off. Some sad news. <laughs> Yes, Australia's premier anime convention, Madfest, or Anime Fest, as it's like to be referred to as now, has <laughs> indeed been cancelled. No. Yes. So mm. the Sydney event has now been pushed back to 2022, which is very, very sad. Um, they have said that, you know, planning and delivering the event to a standard that anime fans deserve cannot happen in this present climate. So it's very sad. Mm. Um, this is a con that I strongly support mm. i go to pretty mm. much every single one i mean i've probably missed two but yeah it, it's just devastating but it's also very nice to know that they are telling fans now yeah yeah, yeah. as lots opposed to waiting yes to last minute <clears throat> and that's just it just shows that we're ready when it's going to come back and it mm. will come back it don't will. worry absolutely and like supernova just got pushed back for us here in perth yeah, yeah. december yeah. isn't it december yeah yeah look maybe, maybe. Mm. like um they keeps getting pushed back and it, it's really hard in this current climate to know when we're going to be allowed to have those big gatherings and it's hard yeah. even if we're pretty good here in mm. western australia as far mm. as uh, covid goes moving people across states it's not easy nice. it's very very hard yeah. it, it sucks but it's also it, it is what it is mm. yeah. um Hey, Dee, what's Hello. up with the next news well, segment? Crunchyroll has just announced new membership tiers for its streaming services on Twitter. It has four tiers in the United States, which is free, fan, mega fan, and ultimate fan, which effectively means three tiers in other English-speaking territories. So free, fan, and mega fan. Mega fan allows for downloading episodes and accessing four streams at once, whereas ultimate fan, which is sadly only available in the U.S., as per normal, includes <laughs> offline viewing, six streams at once, $25 off purchases over $100 every three months, huh. and an annual Ultimate Fan Member swag bag. The new tiers launch worldwide in early September. Okay, can I ask the question though? Yeah, Who that? is going to watch six anime shows at one given time? You've got to make sure you can like stack as many animes in your small tight schedule as once. You just watch six different shows. If you can read really quickly, <laughs> you can oh maybe read goodness. two screens at once. You just power through one season by doing six episodes at or once. You put them on like half speed so that you can read them all at the same time and then you're effectively <laughs> watching the same six animes at once. I'm, I'm really interested in this as a person who's been paying for Crunchyroll for quite mm. a few years. I, I'm kind of confused by the different tiers mm, but yeah, i definitely. mean sure well hey why not i'll 
give it a shot, I guess. I yeah. suppose maybe some of them, especially like with having four streams at once, would work for more for like a family or a household of people that. Yeah, I guess it's like a Netflix. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Farah's yeah. <laughs> laughing at the idea of mom and dad yeah. and the kids having and different Crunchyroll accounts. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, no. You can't mix streams. <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I swear we are professional and know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as the third new segment goes, this is extremely on brand because a new anime called Idly Project, as in idle with a Y on the end, Idly Pride Project um, is an official kind of YouTube music video that's come out recently and it's going to have this anime that's coming out real soon and we watched it today oh, Farah yeah. and Kyle and I and it looks gorgeous like the animation is so yeah, beautiful it's so, so slick in. and the first thing that you said Farah yeah. was like mm, this looks like Scum's Wish <laughs> and then we looked it up and it's like oh yeah by the people that made Scum's Wish Studio Lurche and then I was like mm, the idols look like the characters from Idol Master and then we looked it up and said characters Idol Master people I'm like ah nailed it makes sense yeah it makes sense I don't know. I just I just saw that visual. I was like, oh my goodness. I am so in. I cannot wait till it's released. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's the the preview looks really beautiful. It's just got some really nice kind of backgrounds, kind of rain, Ten and it looks girls gorgeous. So well. And then there's this beautiful like ending bit where they're all singing and dancing. Yeah. Obviously, your classic idols. Ten mm. girls, as Farah said. Yeah, um, that's a nice even number. Yeah, it is. That's for good. a change. Yeah. yeah. Um, and something I really liked about the the idol dancing is that in Idly Pride Project is the CG looks real mm. smooth. Mm-hmm. And I do love me some nice CG. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. it can We've be janky. And we will talk CG. about that when we talk more about idols yep. in the next segment. But boy, howdy, that CG can be rough yes. sometimes. But this looks really gorgeous. So um, definitely look up the preview for Idly Project if you're into idols like us. Um, and before we move on to talking more about idols, Kyle's going to take over and give us some headlines of what else has been making news. Hey, it's Kyle here with this episode's anime headlines. The artist of recently cancelled manga series Act Age, Usazaki Shiro, has issued a statement agreeing with the decision to end the manga. The manga was cancelled in early August after its writer, Matsuki Tatsuya, was arrested under suspicion of committing an indecent act with a female middle school student. The cancellation of the manga has been polarising on social media, but in Uzaki's statement, they first expressed their sympathies for the victims and urged fans not to blame the victims for the series' cancellation. Sentai Filmworks hosted their first Sentai at Home event on August 26th, a virtual convention-style event with a slew of special guests, voice actors and anime cast. It's the first time the company's hosted an online convention and the two-hour show is available to watch for free on their YouTube channel. In a similar move, Crunchyroll held their first online version of the Crunchyroll Expo this weekend with three days worth of panels and events. However, in an unusual move, the Expo's content is only available to watch until Monday, September the 7th, the day after the Expo ends. In sequel news, two 2019 anime series are getting a second outing next year. Welcome to Demon School Arumakun will return to screens in April 2021 with the series production and voice cast reuniting for the second outing. Similarly, The Demon Girl Next Door is receiving a second season after originally airing in July 2019. There's no release date announced as yet for when they'll be returning to the screen. 
over on the streaming platforms and only Retro Crush has had anything major added to their back catalogue over this fortnight. Romance series, Haruka Nogizawa's Secret, along with the Mecha OVA, Metal Skin Panic and Clamp's Kobato will arrive on the service on September 4th, 11th and 18th respectively. And on September 25th, Lupin the Third Part 2 will land on the service, a big win, with the series' largest part containing 155 episodes. Heading to the bookshelves, and a new Harui Suzumiya novel is on the way, the first in over nine years. Called The Intuition of Harui Suzumiya, the New Light novel will collect three stories, including one new tale, and will release both in Japan and internationally on November 25th through Yen Press. Also back is the saga of Tanya the Evil. Having had its first part come to an end this month, the series will launch its second part on September 26th in Katakawa's monthly Comp Ace magazine. The first part's ending corresponds to the anime adaptation's final episode, with an all-new story taking the series forward. The Code Geass comedy spin-off manga, Katei Kiyoshi no Lelouch-san, where Lelouch is Cece's tutor, is also heading towards its finale. The August edition of Katakawa's comic new type magazine marked the beginning of the manga's final arc, which has been running since 2017. Also heading towards its end, the manga adaptation of The Devil is a Part-Timer. The adaptation of the light novel series has been running since 2011 and will head into its climax on September 26. And beach volleyball manga Harukana Receive will be ending its run on September 24th, having run since 2015. In dub news, an English dub is on the way for the season's original anime, Decadence. Funimation has announced Trina Nishimura from Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia and Gabe Kunda from Copcraft and Nanbaka as the leading characters Natsume and Kaburagi. There is no release date for the dub at this stage, but the subtitle version is streaming on all Funimation-owned services. And that's your anime news for the week ending September 6, 2020. Anime history. Okay, so before we start talking about anime history, I do just want to have it on record that Deanne did not get that Ghostbusters reference. Oh, I did not, absolutely <laughs> um, not. And just was very confused by the don't cross the streams don't comment. The st- I was just like, and I just want what? to just call her out on on the podcast. I'm just, just how proving, funny that was. <laughs> I'm further proving I'm myself okay. as a millennial. It's fine. Anyway. The, 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 the young baby didn't get the reference. God bless. We're so and old, then I guys. Like, looked at everyone oh and was so confused. I was like, I don't get... Uh, mm. <laughs> oh, the my. It, like, <laughs> the gif of it popped into my head. Not the actual part from the movie. The gif of it on, like, Tumblr wow. popped into my head. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, so there you go. Just keep digging How old do you, do you get the Ghostbusters reference or do you not? Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of old, let's talk history. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so... I want to just briefly cover what is an idol Um, because I was talking to one of my mates before I came over to record the podcast today and they had no idea. Mm. And I was like, oh, I mean, how do I explain what an idol is? And I was like, maybe some people might not actually know, like they see like Love Live and stuff like that as well. But do they actually know what is an idol? What Mm. is it actually referring to? So I thought I'd just kind of run through what is idol mean in Mm. in this context. And then Farah is going to tell us a bit about what it means to be an idol otaku otaku um okay so this is all shamelessly stolen from wikipedia so you know don't sue me or something (laughs) 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 Um, okay so an idol or idol do 
of course, is a type of entertainer that is basically manufactured or marketed. So they have a particular type of image, um, a particular type of look and personality that they want from this one person. Mm. So when I say manufactured personality, they're, they're taking, I want these traits in this person and kind of making this character, but but it's a person. Ah. Can I help you, Kyle? You're getting bored <laughs> over there, are you? Yeah? Am I that boring to listen to? <laughs> That's fine. So, for example, Kyle's character would be like the clumsy one. <laughs> he's always at like the back of the group. Amazing. And like mm. Farrah's like in the center and she's like the strong one who always mm. keeps all the yes, people together. I like that. And the, Deanne's like the like sultry kind of sexy one. Also the one that cries. Yeah. At <laughs> every part. I'm like nice. super serious and then I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Absolutely. So oh, you've got wow. like... That's these me. character tropes is basically yeah. what I'm trying to say. And they, the agency that whatever the idol belongs to really wants to keep that character uh, as kind of a, a separate identity to what the person is. So when you mm. see that person on stage, like that, that is that person, that is yeah. that idol. is like kind of yeah, mm. yeah, kind of like that kind of persona they're trying to take in. Whenever I say persona, I can't mm. help but think the video game. I'm <laughs> trying to think about I was that. thinking that too, don't worry. <laughs> so I yeah. said it and instantly. I was like, yeah, persona. <laughs> she knows me. So yeah, unlike other kind of celebrities that can kind of do their own thing and like switch mm. off and act and stuff like that, idols are that kind of commercialized person. Mm. Um, and you've got all this merchandise towards them. There's all this talent agency riffraff mm. that's always quite difficult to go through um, and they have to really maintain that emotional connection to, to the their manufactured personality because you have these uh, incredibly well-marketed uh, idols you have a really strong passionate fan base mm -hmm. and that's where the rules have to come and in that's where well. you've mm. got all of this kind of otaku rule thing that yeah. is going to talk us about um, so idols have existed basically since the 1970s, which I thought was really interesting, but really boomed in like the 1990s in Japan. Um, and really into late 2000s, you get this huge kind of rise of this, uh, kind of glittery, glittery idol mm. culture that we see now. So big groups like AKB48, which has got like 130 members That's in it, which so is many. incredibly wild. Yeah. And, what? um, Momo Rio Clover Z, which is, or Z probably, um, which is one of the biggest, uh, idol groups that's ever been in Japan were huge in like uh, 2010s around there as well. Huge concerts, huge fan bases and brings in so much money. I found a statistic that says the idol industry in Japan brings over 1 billion US dollars a year. Yep. I can and believe I was like, that. Hot diggity. That's a lot of money. That's so much. And because like idols have just become this big commercialized thing, like 50 to 70% of advertising and media in Japan has an idol in it. Yeah. 50 to 70 yeah. percent can you imagine watching tv and almost always seeing an idol from a mm. from a band somewhere that's mm. nuts so it is so big in japan and obviously when things are big in japan they're going to be put into anime as well because mm -hmm. that's yep. what people want to see um so tell talk to me about what you want to see farah tell us about what it means to be an idol otaku it is a very expensive um <laughs> part of being an otaku yes. in idol an idol fandom basically mm. uh, it's a fun place to be, but you do have to follow those rules. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to follow the rules because obviously coming from Western background and stuff, we have a different idea of how we cheer, how we, you know, support them, things like that. In Japan, it is a completely different ballpark altogether. So, yeah. So what do you mean by, by like a rule? So pr pretend I know nothing. Okay. What, what's like rule number one? You don't go into their personal life whatsoever. Mm. 
So I can't like that walk up. That should be a general rule. I think okay. it should general, be, hey. Honestly, yeah, definitely. but absolutely, okay. especially I feel with idols. Yeah. That mm. They're so disconnected from that persona that they have on stage that you just should not go there. That's it. And it's like, you know, when you have paparazzi and stuff like that in the yeah. Western culture, you don't really get that Mm-mm. unless there's a massive like drama or something okay. that has hmm. gone down. Is that because they kind of don't want to break that uh, kind of image that they have of this yeah, idol? Yeah, probably. Mm. So you almost don't want to know what kind of inverted commas person they are behind the yeah. idol mask kind of thing. And that's when, you know, they go through the whole idol phase and then uh-huh. they graduate. Once they graduate, it's, it's all open kind of thing. But yeah. uh-huh. for that period of time, you belong to that agency. You follow those rules. You you do know you don't promote that you've got a boyfriend. You don't promote that you, you know, you're a drinker. That, mm. you know, that's N-O. Mm. Saying that though, recent times, they're actually being a bit more relaxed. Getting more relaxed. Yeah. yeah. I feel that they have to give them a bit of leeway because they are they're people human too. too. Yeah, they're yeah. human. And they... What? Yeah, I know. No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> they're but my Japanese yeah. anime idols. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's a it's a fun culture to be a part of. You, you mm. cheer for your girl or your guy and, you know, you support them. Mm. You buy all their merch. Mm-hmm. You... So, like, there's lots of ways to do it. Like, you know, in my thing is like you have like the different tiers and we'll kind mm-hmm. of go in a little bit about it later on but there's like the fans who will just generally support you know buy the merch whatever casual fans casual fans yeah, huh? casual, yeah. then there's like the ones that just want to see these girls or boys succeed in mm. what they do mm-hmm. so you will support them you'll buy their merch you buy their you know checkies which is little polaroids with their little signatures oh, on so it so cute uh you buy like fan photos things like that to have that opportunity to meet their idol and mm-hmm. things like that mm. But you just don't want you. You just want them to succeed. You don't want anything else other than success for mm-hmm. them. You just want mm-hmm. to support them exactly. Then you have the ones that are absolutely ab- in love with them. Yes. That ain't me. I can never <laughs> love an idol. That you love them, but you're happy to love happy them supportingly. The yeah. yeah, from maybe afar. afar. So, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of like Kickstarter where you're, yeah. like, putting forward, like, I want to put forward this much money towards this idol to see it succeed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pretty much that. That's yeah. actually really wholesome. So, like, yeah, like buying the merch for like an upcoming idol and like yeah. watching them kind of grow. Well, that's really wholesome and sweet. Um, and on that note, like, there's a lot of anime that do that. And mm-hmm. one of my anime that I'm talking about later is pretty much exactly that, mm. which is super sweet. Um, and talking of anime and manga, obviously, we're just mentioning what is an idol in general, but bringing it back to anime because that's what we're here to do. Oh, that's right. um, I kind of did a little deep kind of rummage around into what was the first uh, anime that really started featuring an idol. And originally I was like, I wonder if it was Creamy Mammy, the Magical Girl series. And boy, I was right. So yeah, high five me. Um, So Magical Girl Creamy Anime is like a beautiful, wholesome Magical Girl series where the girl is also an idol. Mm -hmm. And that was used to launch the career of her voice actor, which is really, really cool. So it's kind of considered the first mixed media series where they used an anime and also live stage performances at the same time. Whereas now that's really normal. Like Mm -hmm. you think about Love Live and all of their live stage performances, that's just kind of assumed that would be a thing which is the first time I did that um so that's really dope and then that was in like 1980s and then we look at Macross which was really huge you know mm-hmm. Idols in Space mm, that's fun that's right. oh the music my goodness Macross oh. was great and that was kind of like early mid 2000s and then we start seeing these big Idol anime is coming in like 2010 with huge yeah. franchises mm. with like Love Live, Idol Master, mm-hmm. Udapri, like all these big, big Bandori. names. Bandori, that's yeah. recent as well. Yeah, so all these big groups. Mm. I want to kind of do a few dot points mm-hmm. about what do you guys think makes an anime idol show? Like, is it just because it's got idols in it? 
or is there something else? What do you think? Like music, but not just music itself, like music and singing? Yeah, because there's lots of like music anime. Yeah. There's lots of music manga and stuff. And I was thinking about some of my faves and like Skip Beat is a really good oh, series. Uh, yes. I wouldn't call it an idol no, anime no. because even though it follows their like careers through acting and becoming like idols, mm. it's not like an idol anime mm-hmm. in terms no. of what we consider to be idol, idol anime. And I kind of pulled out what I kind of thought. So correct, like, correct me if I'm wrong. But it's got to have like a group yep. of boys mm-hmm. or girls. Obviously, it's separate. You don't cross the streams. <laughs> um, and then you kind of got these group dynamics. Like all of the drama in the show comes from the characters interacting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's the drama. I think that's yeah, what it's really the makes personal yeah. drama. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. And then like the family's got problems or whatever, yes. and there's all this drama yep. and stress, and there's like the stress of the idol lifestyle. And if it's a girl anime, the dad is either never shown. Yes. <laughs> the dad is never there for the main character, and or his face is never shown. Like a Disney princess. Yeah. Yes. Basically, yeah. That's something. That's such a theme in so many like so true. female idol animes. It's very funny. And like you got to have the rival group. Yes. That kind of, of they, they compete against and like they push each other, do better in the but competition or whatever. But then they also support mm. each other. Very wholesome and nice. Obviously, you got to have Usually. singing, dancing, the music clips, mm. lots a- of sparkles and the feels. It's got to have. It's got to have those oh, emotional man. hit you in the heart. Yep. Character moments, and I feel like all of the series we're about to mention have that, mm-hmm. except for. Except for one, actually. <laughs> but um, I think that's kind of what makes kind of an idol anime, those yeah. kind of like bits that you kind of need. Yeah. Now, when we talk idol anime and mm-hmm. look at all these tropes, the thing that comes to mind is what? Love oh my life. Love life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you both like looking at me like, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah. Love <laughs> I feel like I feel like love life. Love life. That was terrible. But you know what? We're going to keep rolling. Kawaii Fire Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalog. We're doing real good here, guys. Yeah, we are on an absolute real solid episode. Like and subscribe. <laughs> also press F every time Kyle gives jumps us a, in. Yeah, just jumps just in with the, the music. Break the F button, honestly. So love life, gal <laughs> pals. We love love, love live. Oh boy, so much. Um, now so much. I'm going to quickly like run down what love live is, mm-hmm. and it's real basic. Because bless, we're not here for the plot. We're here for the for the girls and the dancing and the songs. Oh yeah, the plot is the girls are dancing and the songs. <laughs> there it is. There it is, everyone. Print. We're done. Um, but yeah, I feel like love live is really interesting, particularly like in Western culture and at least with our anime community, it like slammed into oh, us. Oh god, yes. a craze, this craze, and then suddenly there was love live everywhere, and there was all these so dance groups mm-hmm. and all this merch, it was awesome. But the original Love Live is from actually from 2010, so now I feel really old. That is 10 so, years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yes. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Love Live's 10 years old yeah. this year. Had their 10-year anniversary. Yes, they did. <laughs> I'm so proud of Les. I love it. Bye. Uh, so original Love Live is centered around Hanukkah, who is my best girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and the basic idea is that her school is closing down and she's like, oh no, gotta save my school. What can I do? Idols are really popular. So I guess if I make an idol group and we win at the school idol festival competition, everyone will be like, oh my God, that school's so amazing and it'll save the school. Far-fetched idea, but you know what? It might just work. Anime. <laughs> anime. So yeah, so she tries to save her school and she creates a amazing idol group called mm-hmm. Muse and they participate in the high school festival and the rest is history. Mm. Um, really basic premise, but works very effectively. It does. So... Uh, 
this is the original Love Live School Idol project. Mm-hmm. And the manga started in 2012 with anime going in 2013. Mm-hmm. And then there was a game, which I actually thought was the first thing. I played the game so much. Oh, yeah. Well, I so still much. do. Spent many, yeah, many you still, you still, yeah, awesome. The like rhythm game that was on mm-hmm. mobile. It's really fun. I'm so good so at the rhythm game now. It's <laughs> so good. It's really great. Um, so the anime had two seasons and a movie finale in 2015. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember going to the live viewing here in Perth. It was so good. Um, so right, what did you guys think about original Love Live School Idol Project? Were you a fan? Not a fan? It wasn't what I started with. That's my mm-hmm. thing. Like mm-hmm. I kind of got into Love Live that season very late in the game. Um, in saying that though, I did watch it when the dub was released because, yep. you know, I'm the dub queen. <laughs> but um, And I loved that dub. It was very good because mm-hmm. it was – a lot of the LA actors, so I really wanted to give it the yeah. go it des- deserves, basically. And it, you know what? It was good, and it was a good side of seeing Tokyo in Akihabara, basically yeah. like yeah, that. So it was true. very, very good when it did that. Um, you know what? It's probably not my favorite. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I do love it. The yeah, very fun. favorite. But I love it, but I don't. It's not. It's not your top fave. fave. Yeah. yeah. D, where you at on Love Live? I original love both of them like yep. i also started sort of after it had come out mm. and like i probably started watching school idol project when the dub came out as well but i watched the sub yeah and i was like this is for me i consumed this thing yeah, yeah. i like i stayed up to 2 a.m bawling my eyes out right at the end of i think it consumed two. you yeah. yeah it really did <laughs> it just was like hey look at this cute nice thing how about we just take you into a big black hole and just this is your whole life now. Oh, absolutely. Love Live was my yes. whole life for a really long time. I actually started the Facebook group here in Perth. In Perth. Of Amazing. Like the, of like the original Love Live group. Um, I still I have your Hanukkah figurines as well. Yes. When you were downsizing your collection, you were like, I am entrusting these to you. And as I a Hanukkah like, stan. I had all these cosplays and I had all these figures and stuff. Um, and I, I loved original mm. Love Live. Um, the story was really warm and uplifting. All the characters were great. The music was awesome. The memes were very good. The memes oh, were really good. good. Amazing the memes. The dances were great. My favourite really well meme from it is just the little cottery in the corner. It's my favourite every time. I love it. <laughs> Mine's the Hanukkah's dead one. Also, that's Help. excellent. Mine's that's absolute favourite. Kyle was my just like, girl. what? This oh, is not a goodness. happy, fun anime. Yeah, and it's like, great. It's and excellent. like Nico Nico which is at the start yeah. of the Nikoni. podcast, like that's like a lot of people know that as Absolutely. like a phrase. I don't know what it's from, but it's from original Love Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it was just so big and so awesome. Mm. And then they disbanded. Yes. Love Live original 2016. in 2016 with the movie, and I was so upset and sad that mm. I, because they decided to bring in a new group, which is which is great. They wanted to rebrand, and they brought in a new group called with Love Live Sunshine, and I was so upset that I deleted the game and I got rid of all of my stuff, <laughs> and yes. I left oh Love Live behind. <laughs> yep, because I was such a stan of original Love Live, oh. and then a cause came in, and I just wasn't happy. I think also a good point with that is um, with the original Love Live, they were very established um, voice actors. Yeah. In the, I mean, the series were very well established. So, and this is where it leads into Aquas where they weren't established. Yeah. And so. now now I love it. But at the time I was grumpy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so Aquas is the next Love Live called Love Live Sunshine, mm-hmm. which started in 2016. So mm-hmm. it really just flowed straight from mm-hmm. End of Muse into Aquas, which was really cool. Yeah. And like Hanukkah before her, Chica, our main character, wants to stop her school from closing down in the small seaside city where yes. she lives. So she lives in this quite small, quaint seaside village. Um, and inspired by Muse, who 
uh, obviously are active in uh, this huge. in this universe, mm-hmm. um, and she's really inspired by how they saved their school. Well, spoilers. Um, she forms an idol group called Aquas, um, and also decides to enter the Love Live School Idol competition. Yes, and yeah, it's Love Live Sunshine cool. is huge it's bigger and more popular than the original and it really just i think it came at such a good time that everyone had that hype from original love live and there were so many people getting into the fandom but because Mm. it was slightly older they're like oh maybe i won't Mm, get into the original and then because they rebooted it everyone's like oh i can now get into this yeah and that's you guys like you guys are real big into a cause so talk to me about Aquas, particularly you, Farrah. Yeah, how much you love you this probably, band. You have, I feel, the most lengthy knowledge of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I deliberately wanted to start with Aquas. That yeah. was just like, yeah, no, I, I love Love Live, but I really want to just, you know, see how these fans get really into it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm not going to be like that. I'm just going to be like, yeah, casual, <laughs> fan. casual fan. Oh no, that never happened. I was like, you know, <laughs> it when it was dropping happen. on um, Anime Lab, I was waiting like, you yeah. know, eleven or twelve o'clock at night just to watch that episode, and I was just like. The progression was just like, it, you know, it's a basic story, but it was so good. Like the characters yeah, are it's really all about the characters. Yeah, it they was know all about the characters, and they know what works and how to get the feels out of you. Yeah, and really just get those gut wrenching good feelings. Oh god, yeah. Well, it's the same formula like we we're talking about before. Like yeah. it's a group of nine. Yes. Um, and they kind of have their character struggles and their dramas and how like how do you make an idol group and how do we do our songs yeah. and our dancing and how do we struggle with being an idol the you know? main character also has short orange hair yeah oh, wow. <laughs> of course she does eye. i think with the aquas though the character stories are a lot more deeper and yeah, a lot more absolutely. challenging in a and way diverse yeah I as well the characters are very very different mm. and it goes more into like the emotional side of the characters yeah. as well yeah like their personal lives rather than just what they do in the school yeah so it mm. had more depth i think that's why people were more drawn to yeah. it and speaking of being drawn to it farah Yes. You weren't just drawn to it here in Australia. Oh, no. You oh, travelled, no. y'all. Yeah. This was actually what got me to Japan. Like, yep. um, uh, it was 2018 when they offered the first opportunity to actually go to Japan for mm-hmm. the fourth live as a foreigner. And I was like, mm. when am I ever going to get the opportunity to be yeah, at a love live? Yep. live? Yeah. It's impossible. Like, you have to go through lotteries and things like that. I was like, yep. no way it's going to happen for me. And when they offered it, I was like, I have to. I have to try, try. Yeah. Got to do it. Got to put my name in for that foreigner lottery. Mm. And I got it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is this is it. This, this is, is my ticket to going to Japan. Yeah. This is going to be my solo trip. I'm going to do it. It was the best experience of my life because yeah, I, I got to go to Tokyo Dome, oh, sit on the arena. Tokyo Dome would be beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was Christmas time as well. Oh. So you can imagine just outside Tokyo Dome, it was just lit up with Christmas lights and it was just beautiful, cold. Oh, it was just magical and you know just being in that crowd that's so mm, cool absolutely seeing these girls that you really wanted to see for like so long and just yeah it was yeah amazing. every time i like because we get delayed viewings here yeah in every time i watch one of them i just end up bawling my eyes out it right was, at the yeah. end it's real emotional so um emotional. for those who don't exactly know what we're talking about when farah says she watched the live concert she's watching mm. the voice actors yes. or the singers for the mm-hmm. characters in the anime wearing the uh, cosplay effectively mm-hmm. Basically, and yeah. being those characters on stage stage yes. so like you can look at them on youtube um all the official youtubes put up the live shows which is really cool and, yeah actually yeah. one's going to be released very soon the um fifth live yeah so, yes. the, one, so the one that just happened in january no this is the one previously okay yeah yep. okay and you can watch um these incredible live performances and the dances that they do in the anime and the songs mm-hmm. that they sing and mm-hmm. it's it's pretty awesome it's huge and the yeah. fans go off oh my gosh oh, <laughs> 
they feel like they sell out Tokyo Dome. I think I remember once looking, it's like 14,000 seats or something That's like that. That's too or many more. people. More than that? Well, yeah. Maybe it's 40,000. It was like I think it's 40, at least 40,000, 50,000. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's a four in it somewhere, but that think about how many people that is. And that's at least maybe mm, half, less than half, a third of the actual like yeah, nuts. group, yeah, or like fandom that follow this, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Because there's millions of uh, Love so Live big. fans all around the world, and I'm not just exaggerating. There are you, yeah, you okay, see it, and it's huge. amazing. But it actually made me go again. I actually managed to get myself a ticket to go to Fifth Live. So it was the best way to get to Japan is to actually go for a live. Like the culture mm. that you have with going for a live awesome. is just. And amazing. I was saying to Loz before before the fourth live, actually the day of the live, mm. I went to Kanda Shrine. I went to all the little hotspots that, you know, Muse was a part of. The Idol Otaku. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The proper, like, I went to Akihabara, saw the big screen where, you know, they first introduced Love Live. Mm-hmm. You know, going to Kanda Shrine, which is yeah. the Idol Shrine. Um, going down those stairs, which is very iconic those for Love Live. Are some iconic stairs. Very iconic <laughs> stairs. And I you love know, those stairs. That's when you know you're otaku for something. When you go to the stairs and you can like, visualize <laughs> anime, you're like, yeah. why do you want to go here? Because it was in this anime. Like, I want to go to Japan and do the Persona 5 tour yes. where you can like go to like this particular laneway that something's inspired by. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so sad, but I still really want to do it. I want to. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like amazing. And just, you know, you feel that vibe. Like, I know they're 2D characters, but you go there and you feel like they're real. They're a part of your life. Exactly. So they also, they, yeah, they become a part of your life and then they consume more and more and more aspects of your life until they consume <laughs> you completely and you basically become oh, yeah. the idol. But it's like, especially with Aquas, I really want to do one when Corona lets me go to Japan again. Um, <laughs> actually, go to the town where Sunshine was set. Yes, and that would be town. yeah. Mm. It looks so cute. It, apparently, Love Live is just taken over there. Yeah. Basically, so. they have the little. Are you gonna the, the yeah, potholes? Yeah, on the pothole covers. Yeah, <laughs> and like I remember seeing yeah. Do you know about the same thing? I remember seeing um like a, a video or mm. an Instagram post or whatever, and the pothole covers that they have on the streets yes. have Love Live Sunshine characters on, the them, characters on them, which is so cute. My favourite was seeing the taxis. The yeah. taxis have yes. Love Live characters the Love on Live them. The Love Live taxis. Oh, my goodness. That's a taxi I would take. Oh, oh wow. yeah. <laughs> now, Dee. Hello. We love idols, but we you've do. actually been an idol. Ooh. I have. I have been. So a please tell us. Idol. Please tell us about being an IRL idol in a Love Live dance cover group. Yeah. So that's actually the reason that I kind of got into Love Live mm-hmm. because a friend was like, come cosplay this thing with me and I was like all right let's go what are we gonna do she's like we're gonna dance and we're gonna be idols and I was like sick sounds great heap of things that I love I love sewing love cosplaying and I love dancing I've always always been a dancer my whole life mm-hmm. um and so we I was one of three like original leaders of a group in Perth by the name of Palettes, which is an alternative name for what Muse was originally looking at which mm-hmm. is where we got that from oh yeah, yeah. there you go yeah and one of my friends was like yeah we're Palettes." I was like okay cool and then she was like, then you found out you why. You know that's a reference, right? And I was like, oh, it is too. <laughs> oh, References are not my strong suit, as yeah, we know. As we know. As we yeah. have figured it out. <laughs> um, and so we did that for a little bit and performed at all our conventions. Performed at a lot of conventions. Yeah. So I also became an honorary member of another group by the name of Staluna Dance mm-hmm. when one of their members was away, which was great. It's always fun to like try different group dynamics and see where you go. I was just going to say, with the Perth Idol group, mm. uh, there's a lot of cross between the groups and lot, stuff. And yeah. it's really nice to see. It's really good. I think it's also because we're really small. Yes, like that's a, true too. So it's like, oh yeah, you know, there's nine girls. Do you know how hard it is to find nine girls that are willing to dance, <laughs> sew costumes and like perform on stage? It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's real hard. And then like trying to find 
that not everyone's best girl is the same or like people have multiple best girls. So when we... Who so do my, you want to My two girls of. that I cosplayed yeah. was um, Kotori from Muse and then Yoshiko from Aquas. So Yoshiko is my best girl from it, which was great. Kotori was my second... But Nico was my first. Oh, yeah. But one of my other one of the other Nico's girls from my friends my was first. like, Nico's my absolute favorite. I don't like anyone else. I only want to do her. <laughs> and I was like, look, that's why I'm gonna give it to you, because I have other best girls. So I'm happy to just let you do that. So it's just like I'm kind of just happy to perform, to be honest. Awesome. So I'm always like, You guys want me to do something? I'll do something. I'll go for it. Look, I'm not a cosplayer or anything like that, mm. but I know what it is to have your best girl and mm. I have a best girl and What's it's your best girl? Die cool star. Yeah. At first I was like, I don't really like her that much. And now I'm like, I would die. I would die for that for woman. woman. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I've got a shrine in my house on yes. her. Oh my God. I want to see a shrine. Yeah. I'll take fun and bring it's it. It's so good. Please. Yeah. The idol community, especially in Perth and especially for like the live performers as well, is really, really nice. Like, tight. We're really tight. We're all really good friends, which is how you and I became friends. Mm. Was we just, everyone supports everyone. Everyone is just like, oh, you're going and performing at this one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, cool i'm gonna come watch you i had no interest in going but i'm gonna go now yeah literally when we're at cons and you know that the group's performing you'll literally run to go and support your friends absolutely yeah absolutely my at mad fest in perth last year yeah i was working at one of the cosplay booth at the demon slayer booth Mm. and i could hear the selena girls and some of the palettes girls performing in the background and i was like i want to see my girls right now and i like they were like you guys can go on break now and i literally sprinted literally me as well because i was was working at con too Yes. Yeah. They're like, oh, like the, it's kind of crowded in here. I was like, I don't care. I just want to see Let them. Let me in. Just like elbowing people out of the way. I need to see my loves. Mm. That's so dope. I it's, like, I really love um, that supportive culture yeah. that we have here. And I feel like that's just idol culture in general. Like Definitely. that. I want to support this person to get to where they want to go. It's a very Australian thing, I think, is, as well. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And like the idol being, being like a cosplay idol is also like a, a very, very big commitment. Like when yeah. I was in Palettes, we did like practicing once a week mm-hmm. then we had what we called like sweatshop where we got together on another day in the week and sewed for like eight hours whoa and insane. then sometimes we'd have like another practice or another dress rehearsal or we'd have shoots or we'd like have the little like if we were doing subunit like practices as well we'd have those so many dances like you gotta learn so much with that did you feel like you were an actual idol group like did you have those challenges and things like that absolutely the pressure like, no matter how good friends you are mm-hmm. with these night girls you're tired you're stressed the night before a convention i basically had like the night before a performance i had a checklist in my brain that i was like someone's gonna cry something's gonna break <laughs> we're probably gonna get macas or pizza after this yeah. like someone's gonna rip half their costume off after we do one whole dress rehearsal in it but also everything's still going to go wrong on the day and we'll fix it. It's fine. Mm. Living that IRL idol life. So Absolutely. That's, so that's how you kind of got into idol culture as you yes. literally just became. You just kind of ran full sprint into idols. I was like, hey, idols. this is cute. Why don't I run and <laughs> yep. just head dive straight into it? What about you, Farah? How did you get into idols first? I think for me, it was definitely Love Life Sunshine. But in saying that, it kind of ties in with the whole Madfest thing. God bless Madfest, to mm-hmm. be honest. But like, they are very big in the idol community yeah, they scene love as well. Huge. They're so, such big support. And what I love about great. Madfest is that they want to promote these groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter where in Australia, they will mm-hmm. promote them. And I just remember it was 2017, I was in Melbourne and it was just building up the whole dance cover scene and things Mm -hmm. like that. But a group that was performing that is an established idol group is AGS 10-2. Rest in peace. Baby. Rest in peace. Don't say that, Loz. I'm so sorry. (laughs) My heart. I was very sad that they disbanded. When I went to Smash last year. I thought about the start of the year as well. And I I got there and I was like, this this is the monumental moment. 
Oh, and um, yeah. you guys can't see this, but Farah has one of their light sticks. And I'm literally and like wearing their merch as well. I was literally looking at it. I was like, that's an AGS shirt. Um, <laughs> it's an AGS shirt. Can I just like say for, for people who have no idea, what's up with the light sticks? Like why do people ah, have these light sticks when they're, they're watching the, live performances? They're the best thing for performances. So they are to help you support your girl. Yes. Or okay. your boy. Or your and boy. It's, it's your character. character yeah, so, so all of the characters have a particular colour. Mm-hmm. The yeah. kind of like the Power Rangers, and the generally the yes. red kind of one is in the center. <laughs> red or orange? Red or orange? Yeah, red or and orange generally. <laughs> and they're all different colored girls and boys, and so yeah. you, you change the color of your light to, to show support your support. Your girl, that's super or cute. Boy. A tip for any cosplayer that's going to get into idols is don't do both of the characters that are white because it sucks. Because all of your oh, outfits really? are then white. Yes, uh, and then you, coffee is your oh, coffee is a cosplayer's okay, best friend, fair. but a costume's worst enemy. So you've just so you've sewn a lot of white outfits, so much and white. that's been bad. Yes, I never want to look at white ever again. That's very fair. But yeah, back to like I remember just like watching in twenty seventeen in Melbourne, and there was AJ's forming, and it was just like I could see these like this group of people in the crowd just like chanting and cheering, and I remember I got like in my little VIP bag a little light stick. I was like, I said to my friend, look. You can go wander or stand back, hold my back. I'm just going to like mm, join in. Hold my stuff. I had no idea what I was doing. I literally just jumped in and I was just like, okay, I'm going to copy you. Right. I'm just going to start cheering. And from then that was it. I was like, yeah. I am going to be a part of this Absolutely. culture. This is it. I'm obsessed. So that's um, Wota, isn't it? Like, Wotaing, yeah. Wotagi. When you've yeah. got the light stick and you're kind of like dancing the along. Chanting. The yeah. chanting along to the song and you're like, go, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Like the call and response. From I mean, you idols. don't see a lot of females doing it no, like there's a don't. fair maybe a couple of them doing yeah. it but it is so much fun it's like it's like it's moshing exercise for idols. Yes. <laughs> there we go it is it's moshing, moshing for idols, idols. It with is, glow sticks i feel <laughs> synchronized like every idol community in australia knows you as well are you serious absolutely no matter where i go fan I'm like, girl oh, yeah, number one people will be, i'll be like oh, i'm from perth and they're like do you know farah i'm like yes, oh I no I like, no of course i do yes Oh my they goodness! They do. Hashtag big and fandom. Farah, queen of the idols. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> it's got exploding it's like the right 80s now. Girls as well are like, hey, I know Farah, and I'm like, yes, that's so. Yeah, sweet. well, it's because I support them. So. No, yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's great. Like, it's this is really cool talking to you guys about how you got into it because it's kind of like new school idol culture. Mm. Whereas I was like real old school idol culture, and then I left it for a really long time, dipped my feet in, and then kind of left again. But I originally was kind of into like. When I was in high school, bless, I was really into um, like visual K bands. So really over the top um, kind of metal rock bands that had these incredibly stupid outfits that were kind of the sparkly goth versions of the sparkly outfits you see yes. in Idol today. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that, that kind of culture, I was really into that. And I was in love with Gact, who was mm-hmm. one of the um, oh, yeah. leader of Malice Miser. And oh. he was so beautiful. And look, he still is very still attractive. Still is, come on. At like 48. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he he got made into like a Vocaloid and stuff like that as well. And that was really cool. So too. that was like, that was my entry into Idols was like being really into visual K bands and mm-hmm. then kind of getting into Vocaloid and stuff like that as well. And then when Love Life popped up, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this. And then I left. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I love this. Bye. Did you guys go to live viewings as well? Of Love, love Life? Life? Yeah, I, I did, went yeah. to some of them. Yeah, yeah they, I would, would cosplay to them as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. They show like the Love Live on the on the big screen, everyone's dancing along, mm-hmm. or like they're showing the concerts in the cinemas or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cry every um, time. So that's enough on Love Live. We mm-hmm. love it. But we do it. let's talk about some other things. Kawaii Radio. And now for our feature presentation. Now featuring 
Okay, so we clearly love Love Live, yes. um, but it's not the only idol anime out there and we really want to share with you some of our other recommendations. Uh, if you're trying to get into the genre or you want to see something slightly different, if you've already seen Love Live, whether you liked it or not, you might be looking for something else. Mm. Um, so we've got a few different things here yes. that are still idol anime, um, but they're, they're slightly different. So you've got an interesting show here, Farrah. You want to yeah, tell it's about? a bit of a mouthful to say. So I'm going to just try and quickly say it's my favourite pop idol made it to the Badoken, I would die. If your favourite pop idol made, made it, it to the Badoken, you would die. I would die. Hmm. Okay, well, rest in peace, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I just call it Badoken. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Bodokan yeah. is what Bodokan, we'll referring Bodokan, to. You know, you. Yeah. here we go. <laughs> um, I love this anime. It is very, very good. It follows this one character, how she became a water for an idol Ooh, group. So and otaku. Yeah, yeah, big otaku. Yeah, big otaku. You know, idol otaku. And it shows you the basically two sides of the story. So you see the idol side of the mm-hmm. picture, like the background of these idols and their characters and, you know, everything behind that. But you also see the fan side of it as well. Ah. So it's a really clever anime um i highly recommend if you want to see the sides of anime um you know the otaku and the idol side as well um highly recommend it is by 8-bit studio so mm-hmm. it's nice um it, it was really dubbed by funimation so it it has a pretty good dub they didn't dub the music thank goodness um <laughs> but it's a solid dub uh solid anime beautifully done it's just visually pleasing but it's a very good gateway to understanding idol culture mm. highly recommend so is it kind of like comedy is it drama like what kind of sub- it's a very genre? slice of life in the way like, okay yeah. that's really cool so it's like because i've only seen the first episode of this so i just watched it today yeah and from what i've seen it's basically got your big number one fan yeah and she's in 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 love in vertical is love yeah i wouldn't s- i don't Cause know because it's, it's not you can't say you're in love with an idol uh, you're the, she, okay, she's but, the biggest fan of one of the members yes, of the group. Yes, yes. Yeah. But in saying that, though, you kind of see – I won't spoil it because if I spoil it, then it just ruins the show mm-hmm. and it's something you definitely have to watch, Loz, because okay. – I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll keep watching. But anyway, so so the, the main character we follow is like a real big fan of one of the members of the group. Who's a bit of the – and she's, loser of the group and she's not day? she's not the most popular no, she's group, not the popular which i think was really cool and it kind of follows those two as she's the number one fan of this girl that's so, really sweet yeah it, it's amazing that. and uh, like you see the different sides of the otaku like the just the one that really wants to support which is very much like me mm. and the one that's just desperately in love with the idol and yeah you see all sides of it okay mm. very very good i probably give it 10 out of 10 because i just enjoyed it you like it that so much? much yeah so would this would this be maybe a better kind of look into yeah, idol culture I would. than most things. I like the music's great. It's great to see how, you know, because it also shows the size of idols. Like when they're not idols, you don't go near them. Yeah. You see that they're in different jobs. Like they work in make cafes and things like that. Like they're actually real people. Mm-hmm. But it's like very, very, very well done. So you said real people. <laughs> you know what's not a real person? What? A zombie. <laughs> and ah, yes. and yes. so... Zombieland Saga uh-huh. is a show that Farrah and I both love oh, so much. Goodness, yes. And that's our next one. And the best thing about Zombieland Saga is it's got all of those like tropes that we talked about before. It's got a group, just like Bodokan as well, yep. and like Love Live. It's got a group of idols and it's got them, you know, facing their daily struggles, slice of life, their character drama, how they become idols, mm-hmm. how they debut. But they're zombies. <laughs> Isn't it just amazing how this is the concept is like, they're zombies. It's so funny. It's such a good show. It was, um, I think you said before, Farrah, it was actually recommended, sorry, nominated for Crunchyroll Anime of the Year. It was, mm. yeah. That was 2019, 2016. It was last year, yeah. 
I, I, what year is it now? I don't even know. it came out. So I think yeah, it would have been... 2019. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. So it was like October to December 2018. Yeah. So it would have been for that following year. Yeah. And it's just a beautifully animated anime that- because it was done by Studio Mappa. Yes. Boom. And everything Studio Mappa does, I'm a fan of. I say this every time. Beautiful. It kind of has that trigger feel as well. I don't know what yeah. it is. But- I think it's the, the, this kind of slapstick yeah. comedy. Mm. And it is. And if you... Uh, maybe not into idols because you kind of think it's a bit cheesy or whatever. Like, <laughs> please try Zombieland Saga. It's so funny. Yeah, we got Magic and Carl before watching a little bit of this. And yeah. we were like, he's like, oh, really? Like, what? And I was like, watch this clip, Loz. It, put it on. It's the first scene it's off the, first the show. first five minutes of the show. It's and he was in stitches in pain instantly. laughing. It's just, such a – like, opening is so solid. It's just – it's a great show. Please try yeah, it out. Yeah, the OP, yes. my goodness, is OP's great. fantastic. Just – yeah, I highly recommend it. It's very good with the storytelling as well. Yeah, mm. so. really diverse characters and basically follows these girls as they're trying to uh, revive the prefecture of Saga. And the reason why they've been revived themselves from being dead idols is because this guy's like, I need to form a su- super group of idols and all of these idols have died over time in like the prime of their life. So I'll just bring them back as zombies just and bring them back. cover it's up fine. their zombie faces and just kind of put them in cute outfits and put them on the stage and we'll see what happens. The best thing you'll ever <laughs> see from that show is the rap battle. The rap battle is oh, Epic. Yeah. I, have, so I haven't watched all of it, but I've seen the rap battle yeah, and nice. the rap battle is the best thing. It's so funny. Look, the only downfall, unfortunately, guys, if you are watching on Anime Lab, it does have the dub songs. Yeah, no. I don't like the English version of the songs. They're, just, they're not as Yeah, strong. I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to diss you guys, but yeah, I'm not a big fan That's of a bad that. Choice. So try and try and catch this one um, on Crunchyroll if you can. Anime, um, well. Anime Lab also as well. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10. We love this so much. But you know what else is on Anime Lab at the moment? What else is on Anime Lab? A little show called 22-7. Okay, tell me about this because I have never seen this. Well, okay. This is an interesting one. Like Carl and I were talking about this. Uh, he's missing somewhere anyway. We did talk about this before. <laughs> Now, this was one show that actually started as a vir- um, the virtual idol, like mm-hmm. on y- YouTube and things like that. So, kind of like a Love Five started. So actually, music, yeah. Well, this didn't start with a story. This was actually the idol group. Oh, okay. So like IRL own, people. Yeah, real people mm-hmm. and given little personas of their characters, basically. Um, and then they had like these little character stories and build up on online and they used to do these like shows in Japan. They still do the weekly TV shows with oh, like cool. – and it's all 3D and stuff like that. Oh, not 3D. What's that? Virtual? CGI? Yeah, CGI. That's it. Like, yeah. So when – and like a lot of idol shows have that. They don't have the classically animated drawing no. or, or animated girls or boys when they're dancing. They use like a CGI to kind of yeah. get the movements. And so it's actually – I'm just going to bring up Madfest again. Last year they actually had one of the characters CGI interview panel. Mm. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Yes. So it was very, very well done. So why should I watch this show that I know nothing about? Okay, so we look at each character okay, and how they became into this. Like they all kind of connected in a way because there was some turmoil in their life that they resolve it because they are becoming idols. Hmm. Okay, so but, is that going to solve my but, life problems if I get into an idol group? Is that going to help me? I mean, talking from personal experience, maybe. But it also <laughs> might destroy your sleep schedule. <laughs> this so, is, so long as you're, that's not cherished, it's fine. The really crazy thing about the show is there's a wall. What? There's a wall. A wall. The wall tells wall? the girls what they have to do. Okay, so when you say wall, you mean like a bedroom wall? I mean a very artistically sculptured wall with a big – I'm pretty sure it's like a lion head, if I'm not mistaken, that shoots out the messages to the girls and to the group 
of what they have to do. Okay, now I'm very lost. <laughs> yes. And that's how everyone felt when they first started watching the show. It. Because I think it worked out well for the characters themselves and the music. My goodness, the music was incredible. Okay, so the music's good, but there is like a wall, very Shakespearean kind of to yes, tell Yes, I think what that's the device is that the, the wall is a device basically. That's so it's, interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a bit look, different. I love the, you know, it, at times it was very badly animated because you knew that they just did not want to put their budget in one episode and mm. it was just very choppy. But for the most part, it told a very deep story for each girl. Okay. Um, you saw their background. You saw how they, like the first girl, the main girl, it was a very depressing story. And that was what originally was 227. It was meant to be a very depressing but a very real, you know. So as opposed to like Zombieland Saga, which is like slapstick yeah, comedy, yeah. this is kind of like more emotional drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your Bodicon's kind of a bit of both. A bit of both, mm. yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, With 22.7 though, it's like, oh, it's it's just weird. But I love it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely something worth seeing. So Awesome. Yeah. Now, we've talked a lot about Idol Girls. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some idol boys. Ooh. Deanne, one really? of your favorite things is go forth. Uh, one of my favorite idol animes that I went early, my early stages of watching anime um, was Uda No Prince Summer. And it is such a beautiful, beautiful um, anime. It originally uh, started as a reverse harem visual novel game nice. in 2010. So we do love that. A dating sim. It is a little bit of a dating sim. Mm-hmm. All of the boys are really beautiful. Of They're really they are. sweet. You've got all the different kinds of boys. They all fawn on the main girl. They all fawn on the main girl. Classic. It takes a little bit of a more interesting twist with like the idol aspects of it. So all the guys are idols and the main girl wants to be a composer for the idol. So it kind oh, of talks cool. about the background that actually goes into becoming an idol. So they go to this school academy one of those and very prestigious of very course. prestigious but they've got classes for all of the different people so like different instruments that all of the idols can play like singing and like composers and dancers and costume makers and all those kinds of things so it's hogwarts but it's for idol music school <laughs> yes actually absolutely it Nailed is it. basically wow. exactly that it is basically exactly that um and i love the love love of this show i didn't realize that there was four seasons of it we found that out yeah when i was doing looking through wikipedia Five? four it was like no four seasons in a movie and i was yeah. like this went on for so much longer because I watched season one and I enjoyed it because as much as you know most of us here I do appreciate the beautiful Mm. Bichon and pretty boy absolutely Mm -hmm. but boy was it a very cheesy show so cheesy real sparkly it's very saccharine sweet and I I (laughs) never I never watched more than one season but I watched it was um it's it's fun so this this is really sweet because it is it is so cute and obviously the boys are beautiful and it has um fun character drama between uh, the boys and stuff like that as well but i personally d tell me what you think but i cannot stand the main character and yeah, that's no. because obviously she's like a self-insert for yep. the visual novel and for the um the anime kind of you can imagine yourself and all these mm-hmm. as the girl and all these boys for over you that's kind of the idea of like harem and reverse harem anime but she was so boring and silly and just badly written that I found it really difficult yeah, to watch. Yeah, she was really badly written. She gets, like, better. She kind of grows as a character more towards the end of season one and definitely in season two. But also I found when I watched season two that it almost felt like she was a totally different character and I was like, where did you come from? Too much development. Go <laughs> Reverse, reverse, reverse. Do you think you meant to hate her, though? I, mm. I would like to hope not. No. Because I think that would be kind of bad Maybe. if uh. you're supposed to hate the main girl i just i just found it boring okay yeah. whereas like um the show i want to talk about next mm-hmm. 
if you done on this yeah. show okay i'll try i'll use that as a little segue here we go <laughs> all aboard the segue the um the idol uh idol anime that has a really good main character that is um a female and takes the same spot that the main girl does in Udapri mm-hmm. is the manager from uh idolish seven yes. and she's an excellent character so, so i just feel like when Udapri it was just bad writing okay yeah. because she's also the same thing like in the game you play for idolish seven which is a mobile game you are the manager of this idol group yeah. and that's yourself self-insert character but in the anime they've given her like a really solid character personality like she's her own character and her own you don't hate her because mm-hmm. she's boring yeah and, and she's actually a great character so yeah they she can also be had like a nicer backstory whereas with Udapri, it was kind of a sob story that was like very very depressing very like mm. and you're like this is unnecessary i just want to watch this for the pretty boys <laughs> yeah but it's an anime uh, idol anime but it just like thing. it was like all of these anime boys and then just diverts real Fair. and you're like whoa yeah, okay. kind whereas of like, idolish handles it so much better oh no bella swan what a terrible backstory yes. she is so basically sad. the bella please swan of me. idol animes ew no <laughs> sorry i had to make that look anyway please i'm Amazing. a sad person Oh, look, all these boys have fallen in love with me. It's let a teenage me, dream. Let us talk about Idolish 7. <laughs> let us fawn over those boys, please. Okay, Idolish 7 is one of my favorite um, idol animes, and I think it stands so far above the rest. And I'm kind of here just to, like, spread my love to you, Farah. Oh, yeah. Because ha- I know that you kind of exist in the, the girl idol zone. Yes. Um, you don't really do boy idols as much. No. And I think that Idolish 7 is the best uh, male idol anime. Yes. I also think it's actually one of the best idol anime in general. Okay. In terms of how the story goes with this group of seven boys that have all got into this new agency, it's where mm-hmm. it starts, um, and the girl character comes in and she's the manager for them, and it's how they build from the ground up their idol group. It's how they debut, they mm. make their songs, and how they do their dances, oh, their like first that. concert. It's really the drama cute. comes in, the intercharacter drama is really great, the family drama is great. Um, the songs are amazing. Okay. Dance is great. Everything Ooh, I feel like is just fantastic. tick, tick, tick. But um, it actually took a different uh, plot route than I thought it was going to, which surprised me. Mm. Oh. And I think that when you sit down to watch an idol anime, you can generally think, I know how this is going to go. Yeah. I know like it's kind of like watching a shonen. You're like, the main character is going to win because mm-hmm. that's what the trope is and that's what's going to happen. Naruto is yep. going to win because of course he will. Because he's Naruto. Because um, he's Naruto. And so I kind of thought it would do that, but it kind of did a little different things mm. here and there. So I really enjoyed that. I do think that's a new thing with the idol anime that's coming mm. out recently is that they want to throw you off completely. Yeah. Off they're track. trying yeah. to do something different. Yeah. Like, that's with Zombieland Saga as well, with Bodokan, with uh, 227. Like yeah. they're all taking that idol genre and then doing something different with it to mm-hmm. keep it fresh. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just going to be love live over and over mm. and over again. Um, oh, I forgot to finish pushing my Idol 7 agenda. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can watch it on um, Anime Lab and Crunchyroll. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to It is readily that. available. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, also, Idol 7 has one original anime that came out um, ages ago, like uh, 2000. 15. I haven't write it down because mm-hmm. for some reason. Um, and then the second season came out this year. Yeah. But then got kind of cut in half it. because of COVID. Yes. So the second half of the season or the rest of the season, because only four episodes came out, uh, is starting again in October. Mm-hmm. So that's super exciting. There's also a um, eight episode uh, OVA series that's exclusive to YouTube, which mm-hmm. covers their rival band. Talking before about all, all of the, all the idols rivals. bands always have to have a rival band and their rival band trigger. It covers their story. So 
Everyone go watch Idolish 7. Come back to me when you're done. All right. Do we'll it. Do. Right now. <laughs> Bye. Go. All right. See ya. Another new different one that's mm-hmm. coming out soon, mm-hmm. which is one of my very close to my home because I've been listening and waiting for this to come out for ages, is Hypnosis Mike. I oh, am so excited. Yes. This comes out in October. Oh, I can't wait. And this is another boy group. And Hypnosis group. Mike, can you give us a rundown of what Hip Mike is? Please, D. So basically the war, there's no wars in the world anymore. They fight using this device called Hypnosis Mike. The world is also run solely by women. Men aren't in charge anymore. (laughs) Uh, Which I was like, oh, this could take a really weird turn. It's actually done really well. There's a couple of uh, volumes of the manga out. Um, But basically there's like four groups with three guys in them, all varying age ranges. um, And they rap battle. That's how you win, is you use this hypnosis microphone to rap with each other. Amazing. I... Like hip mic is so cool because it's basically just a bunch of like YouTube clips of these bands like mm. rap battling each other. Yeah. And the reason why I want to mention hip mic in particular when talking about things that subvert genres mm-hmm. and how all of these shows have done something slightly different mm. is hypnosis mic is not that um, glittery idol style. No, it's not at all music. Yeah. It is. It's rap battles, and when they do the videos, they show you the actual people rapping as well, so mm-hmm. the actual voice actors, which is super cool. Mm. And I'm really excited for this this anime to come out. So do check really out some grungy. of the songs on YouTube. Yes, and get hyped for the anime, which is next season. So we we'll obviously talk more about that when it comes. This in. has been around like teased, and maybe it was going to be a game, and maybe it's only going to be a manga here. for like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. And I remember first hearing the first songs come out and being like. I'm down for this. I can like I can really vibe with this. And then it just d- disappearing off the face of the earth. And I was like, uh, where'd it go? So now that's coming back as an anime, I'm stoked. Yeah, so excited. So stoked. A few more things I want to drop in the uh, anime boy bucket. And that is something that if you haven't seen it, I just need people just to go onto YouTube or whatever and just watch an episode of Seko Boys. Just oh because it's so incredible. And it's and it's 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 your classic idol anime. Everything yes. is the, is sure cut is. of the same cloth, except the idols are Greco-Roman busts of statues, Ugh. and it's just it's bizarre. Like if you Google Seko Boys, so S E K K O Boys, you just see like. This idol anime, everything's exactly the same as it would be in like an Idolish Seven or Udapri, yeah. except it's replaced with these half busts of like Greek statues, oh, and it's that. so Good. funny and so strange. But um, yeah, that's another one that I just want to throw out there because I it's forgot just about that. Never honestly. forget. I don't know how. <laughs> I swear, I thought that was a fever dream. It was a dream. while ago. It's it kind of a fever dream. Yeah. yeah. So second voice is great. Okay, now to close, we cannot talk about idols without mm-hmm. mentioning Miku, the queen herself, and I know she's not. An anime. No. But I really want to talk about virtual idols. Just and mm-hmm. when we were talking about like Hip Mike, how Hypnosis Mike technically isn't an anime yet. Mm. Um, but the idea is that you watch the YouTube music videos. Mm-hmm. And Miku is also a virtual idol in that way. And yeah, she's just so important to what idol culture is and how something can be such a phenomenon. Absolutely. So if you've never heard of Vocaloid or Miku and you've been under a rock since like 2007. <laughs> yes. Allow me to tell you who Miku is. So she is a virtual idol. So this means basically she is a voice software synthesizer called a Vocaloid. Mm. And using this, uh, using the voice actress uh, Saki Fujita as a bass, you basically control her uh, voice. You control the pitch and the tone to make songs, make words into whatever you want. So you can create your own songs from there using Miku, which is this cute anime girl with teal hair which everyone's seen everywhere absolutely <laughs> iconic absolutely iconic um this is some fun stuff that i looked up mm-hmm. i'm gonna rattle you off a cool list of miku things so as of 2020 
Miku sings in Japanese, English, and now Mandarin, which is quite recent last year. She's trilingual. In, yeah, so she's mm-hmm. trilingual. She's in over 100,000 unique songs. Now, that's from 2017, so I'm sure that's upped a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. She's performed live, in inverted commas, because you can project Miku onto a big glass screen and she can be a full-size dancer or even bigger and she can dance around and you can go and watch the online shows um, where they've made a virtual idol in real life and people are rocking out to Miku uh, singing her songs on this big projection screen. It's really cool. She's basically like the first like big hologram yeah. as well yeah. to like kind of come out of Japan. They were yeah. like, look at this cool thing that we can do so and everyone cool. lost their mind. And it looks amazing. Um, other things she's done, she's been on David Letterman. Mm-hmm. She's been in the game Just Dance. She's been in a song with Pharrell Williams. She's teamed up with Louis Vuitton. She's opened for a Lady Gaga concert. She's been in multiple animes and multiple game appearances. She's been in a Vocaloid opera. And she was also on the list for 2020 Coachella. Unbelievable. Which was cancelled because of COVID. And I'm so sad. And oh, I really want man. Miku to go to Coachella. Same. Now, I mean, they wouldn't have the glow pants, but could you imagine that crowd what if they did going off? They did. Coachella glow pants. I glow want sticks. Coachella glow could you pants. Imagine? As leaks. I want leak lights. That's what I want. Yeah. Because Miku, Miku on our leaks always. But yeah, voc- oh, Vocaloids yes. is something that really got me into idols mm. uh, like 10 years ago. Vocaloid got me into anime. Into, Mika like, was yeah. the first thing that I found before I got I think that was anime. actually one of the first videos I've seen on YouTube as yep. well. Yeah. And she's like, she's lived on YouTube for so long. Yeah. People uploading the songs that they've made using the software. And it just, then people would make video clips to match the song's lyrics. And mm. it just is this huge, big online creator um, fan base that she has. And then there's all these other vocaloids that they've made. I mentioned before that I was into Visual K and I loved Gak. Mm-hmm. And then they turned his voice into Gakupo, who was mm. a vocaloid. And wow. he was beautiful, beautiful and I loved him a lot. He's very good. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about Miku. And how much she's great. She's kind of the origins for a lot of people's idol and or anime or Japanese culture experience. I mean, World Is Mine is the most iconic song in the world. Absolutely. That and Rolling Girl. Yeah. Rolling Girl, those two, R.I.P. Okay, all this idol talk has got me a mad craving for watching some live shows of idols on YouTube. So how about we go do that? Kawaii Fi Radio. So that's where we're going to leave things here for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Next episode is the summer anime season coming to an end, which means it's time for season in review. I'm so excited to talk about this season. And as usual, we've all been watching a lot of shows this season. So it's time to talk about what we liked, what we loved and what we didn't really like. <laughs> um, and if you enjoyed listening, make sure you hit that like and subscribe to get our latest episodes straight to your device. And don't forget to head over to our Instagram and Facebook pages for breaking anime news, memes, and videos. You've been listening to Kawaii Fi Radio. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, watch some animes!